T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, hello, friends. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Thanks to David Bellavia. Well, thanks and no thanks to David Bellavia. He, he's got to learn to reel it in a little bit and maybe, you know, mail in a few shows so I don't have to come in here and follow up greatness every single day. It's really unfair to me. But uh, David Bellavia, every weekday, 10 to 2, on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, we're going to work out some times where uh, I'll come in early and uh, do some of his show with him. He'll stay late, do some of my show with me, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. We uh, had, despite the tragedy, or maybe because of the tragedy of the blizzard of 22, uh, we felt particularly useful, um, especially working together on Christmas Day. And it's one of those things where um, I, I'm never for, uh, gonna forget it. David is never gonna forget it, and uh, Jimmy Love, Jimmy Stellianu, is uh, never gonna forget it either. Because uh, as, as a lot of the the public stuff is going on with the uh, hey, what could we have done better with the blizzard of '22? Uh, I've referred to this a few times on Facebook and elsewhere, but uh, my own private assessment uh, is going on. Uh, instead of looking at other people and what they should have done, what they could have done, um, I am not exempting myself from careful scrutiny about what might have been done differently, uh, because that's the only way you learn anything. It's uh, to understand what you could have done better, maybe what you did wrong, and then hopefully learn from what you could have done better and, and do it that way the next time. Now, uh, we're not going to talk about the soup, the big game today. We're, we're, we're not going to talk about the big game today, except to this extent. Except to this extent. I know, I know that most of you know an awful lot more about football than I do. I get that. I understand that. But believe it or not, true story, when I worked at the sports station, among all of these brilliant sports people, uh, Brad Ryder had a money line, I wouldn't call it a bet, but a contest each and every week during the entire course of the National Football League season. And as bizarre as this was, I was number two on the list. Uh, Brad Ryder barely beat me out. And he knew a lot more about sports and football than I do, but I just applied you know, various statistical analyses and sometimes a little bit of guesswork and hunches. So I, I really did finish number two. But <clears throat> that's the good news. The bad news is I'm on Facebook yesterday basically saying, 
Why even bother playing the game? Why even bother? Philadelphia is an unstoppable force of nature, and the Kansas City Chiefs don't have a chance. Well, I guess it just goes to show you that on any given Sunday, anything can happen. And personally, I don't know if you're going to hate me for this or not, but I had wanted the Kansas City Chiefs to win because, personally, I rather like Patrick Mahomes. Please don't hate me for that. I rather appreciate his talent and his dedication to his craft. I do. But I thought for sure that Philadelphia was going to win that game. And told you this before. But And if you're listening in Philadelphia, I semi-apologize for this. But as a little boy, watching your Philadelphia Flyers beat our Buffalo Sabres in the Stanley Cup Finals in the 74-75 season, and Fred Shiro and Dave Schultz and Bob Kelly and all of those guys, Bernie Perrant, can't forget Bernie Perrant, but I have had issues with Philadelphia ever since that Stanley Cup Finals because Philadelphia, as an entity, stole some of my childhood dreams. So I thought Philadelphia was going to win. I didn't want them to win, but you know what? At least we know that it really wasn't the officials who gave Kansas City the extra set of downs. The perpetrator in that play did admit that he was guilty as charged, thought it might be not go that way, thought it might be overlooked. So at least there is that because how many of you have watched any kind of a sporting event, whether it's hockey, but particularly with football because people get so incredibly passionate about football and there are a few people in the room who insist, and you know who you are, (laughs) if you were watching the game in Debbie's basement yesterday, you know who you are, but who insist that all pro sports are rigged and it's all about the benefit to the gamblers. There's all, yep, there are always those people, but (laughs) it was still, uh, it was still a lot of fun. So if you're listening in Kansas City, congratulations. Uh, know that at least one guy in Buffalo has a great deal of respect for Mr. Mahomes and Mr. Kelsey. And I didn't have a chance to listen to too much Philadelphia post-game radio last night. But you know how after the Bills-Bengals game, everybody was asking questions about the defensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator and why certain things were done and why other things were not done? I cannot begin to imagine because Buffalo is a much nicer in temperament place than Philadelphia is, okay? I mean, it, 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 critics get on you in Philadelphia or Boston or New York City, and they are ruthless and relentless, absolutely. So Buffalo criticism is nothing compared to the cities I just mentioned. But despite the season that was had by the Philadelphia Eagles, Despite making it to the Super Bowl, I've got to believe that there are a lot of angry people in Philadelphia after the loss yesterday in the big game. I don't know what you guys had to eat during yesterday's affair. We stayed away 
from pizza and wings because we knew, and you did too, that when the big game takes place, pizza and wing orders take forever to get ready and certainly forever to have them delivered. And there was one Super Bowl about 15 years ago, maybe longer. My son was over watching it with me, and we bought, well, we ordered pizza and wings very, very early before the game. They did not arrive until well after halftime. And at that point, I think we'd raided the Cheerios. And they were baking Cheerios on Saturday night downtown, which brings me to my next little tidbit of of life and information. Have you lived in Buffalo your entire life or most of your life, and yet you stumble across places, maybe you've heard of them and maybe you have not heard of them, but you go there for the first time and you are blown away? Well, don't laugh too much, but Saturday night was the first time that we'd had the opportunity to get to the Hofbrau house. And I, I, I have to tell you that I've never seen a place like that in Buffalo. It was absolutely crowded with so many young people. And, and there were more Hey, Josh, I know you don't want to hear this, but there were more beautiful single women at Hofbrau House than I've ever seen in my life in Buffalo, New York. That, I mean, that must be where all the pretty people hang out. And even I got hit on. Well, and some of the guys were cute. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. But would you consider it being hit on if somebody says, hey, Grandpa, yeah, that's how I got hit on. Hey, um, Grandpa. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, a little bit, a little bit rough. But no, it was seriously, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun, and had a chance to see. Uh, you know, we, you probably are aware of this. A lot of people in my particular family are into the local music scene and perform in the local music scene, and uh, it was. De- I was delighted to walk into Hofbrau House and see my nephew Steve Matucci playing guitar he he's the guitar player with xoxo and the way emojis are if you type xoxo into your computer or into your cell phone you you just automatically get the emoji so you have to space it out x space o space x space o space but they sounded really good and the whole atmosphere of the place was really just it was so much fun and have you ever been to germany because i've not been but that is what i imagine it would be like if you were in germany at some younger theme oriented bar in in deutschland i i would imagine but it they've got a really good thing going on and uh, it was a lot of fun honestly a little bit disappointed by the pretzel because it was yeah it was dry and uh they didn't give me any sauce for the pretzel, which is fine by me. But the people with whom I was sharing the pretzel were very disappointed that I failed in my duty to bring back sauce. So if you uh, 
ever want to have something, if you ever hear of the Hofbrau House, and I, I know you have, obviously, but if it's a place of which you've heard, but you've never been there, um, it was really a blast. You ever been somewhere where you think you're going to spend maybe five minutes, ten minutes, and you end up spending a couple of hours? Yeah, that's what it was like. And it was just, uh, it was basically a hoot and a holler. Um, I need to sip my cranberry juice, excuse me. Actually, I should mention that it is cran grape. And I think there's a comedian who actually does a bit about this. But whoever is in charge of selling cranberries, you are doing your job, sir or madam. Because cranberry is in so many beverages and recipes now, it is unbelievable. And grape juice, grape juice is um, sweet enough. But then you add the cranberries, and it just sends it into a whole new level of the uh, of the stratosphere. So again, I want to acknowledge I was wrong, dead wrong, with my prediction for the big game. Absolutely, positively wrong. But typically, when I'm right about something, I don't make a big deal about it. Because I always figure that somebody lost money on it, and I don't want to be the guy reminding people that they lost money on something. But uh, you know, that's life. That is uh, the way it goes. It's a little bit windy. It's a beautiful day, by the way, loves, in western New York. But it is uh, definitely a bit on the windy side. And it's funny because when you're driving along, you ever see some of the older gentlemen getting their daily walk-in? And a lot of them still wear, and God bless them, because I think fedoras are super cool. Some people can pull off fedoras very well. Other people cannot. And older gentlemen still do a great job with fedoras. But for the life of me, I can't figure something out. If I was wearing a fedora today, it would have been blown off and halfway down the block within about 20 seconds of leaving my home. These older gentlemen older gentlemen who actually would have been growing up in the post-Fedora heyday, they've got some kind of magical way of keeping a fedora on their head during even the heaviest of windstorms. You know, the, the old expression, hang on to your hats, hold on to your hats. Well, there's a reason that expression came to be. That certainly symbolizes a windy day. But, man, some of these some of these people who were later baby or earlier baby boomer people than your humble host. They really have that knack down. They're like David Copperfield with magic tricks as far as keeping on their fedoras. It's quite amazing. It is uh, 23 minutes after two at News Radio 930 WBEN. And I, I want to do a show here that frankly was in the mix last week and we didn't get to it. And I'm kind of sorry that we didn't. And it involves the new culture of tipping everywhere and the new culture of extra fees that are everywhere. Um, I, I have a few things to say about that, but when you go to certain restaurants, and I'm not going to name any restaurants, and I don't want you to name any restaurants or any businesses either, because all that means is your buddy here gets uh, tied up dealing with corporate lawyers and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I think we can have some fun with it, and it won't be talking about the big game. But don't forget, tomorrow, 
is the big game of love and the big game of romance. So one of the things you're going to find when you order some of the things that guys would typically buy the lady in their lives, if they're into ladies, um, would be flowers and, and roses. And it was brought to my attention, actually, by an emailer. Some of the secret fees, and again, no names of any florist, please, but some of the secret fees that they seem to be tacking on to what we buy. For example, and again, no names will be used, but they will ask you before you place the order, would you like to add a gratuity? Because everybody is adding a gratuity now. It has gotten post-COVID, something has happened in America as far as gratuities and expectations of gratuities. Always brings me back to the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs <laughs> and Steve Buscemi saying, well, why he won't tip. And under what circumstances he would tip, which got a big round of applause and laughter from his fellow bad guys uh, at the table. Now, before I go any further with this, the phone number to hear from you is 803-0930. That is 803-0930. Star 930 is free on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. So before I get too far off into the weeds on that subject... Uh, I'll just wrap up. I would mentioned I don't know what you guys had to eat for the big game, but good Lord, we had a repast of junk food that simply could not be rivaled by any of you. And you know how we fool ourselves when we eat vegetables and we think, oh, a cherry tomato, oh, celery, oh, bell pepper, I'm eating well. You're doing your body good. But you know what we do to it, right? If you're a Buffalonian, you have an obligation. Actually, I'd call it a sacred duty to dip your vegetables into the Bison brand dip. And I'm not doing a commercial for Bison. I'm not taking anything under the table. I'm not getting free Bison dip. But I have to tell you that Bison dip I'm pretty sure, is a recipe that was brought down by angels from heaven. The only danger with bison dip is that you con yourself into thinking, low calorie here, it's wonderful. And then you realize that you've gone through half a giant tub of bison dip. Oh, yeah, you covered your vegetables with it. And there are vegetables inside of you, but it's still bison dip. Um, coming up on the program, I want to hear your telephone calls, especially those of you who live in um, an industry where you basically have tips, gratuities that are paying your bills. And has tipping gotten out of hand? And where have you caught people trying to add on extra fees? And, again, this was something that was brought to my attention by somebody I know as far as uh, a gift that a lot of guys buy the special people in their lives on Valentine's Day. And the fact that, let's say, something was supposed to have been $75, but by the time the fees were added on, 
it was well past $100, like about $50 more than what you thought you were going to pay. So uh, don't go anywhere. We've got that and a lot of other things to get to on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the new week, Bowerly. And uh, I think this might actually be, Josh, a day, a week rather, where I'm going to work every single day. It's going to be a five day week, which may absolutely shock and surprise Tim Wenger, our boss. That poor man, what I do to his schedule, it's, it's unholy and it's not right. It's uh, 28 minutes after 2. Welcome to the show. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to Monday and the whole new week. Very nice of you to uh, have us, uh, have you with us on WBEN. Uh, we have Josh Schmidt, who is at Master Control. And uh, I believe uh, David discussed this during his show, but <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it is kind of funny because. I'm sure that this happens to you as well, but you ever notice that you get calls at the most inopportune moments? Sometimes you're on another important call. Sometimes you've just decided, you know, I really should go to the bathroom, something like that, and then immediately the phone rings. It was it was one of those days, so I didn't have a chance to listen to David for the full four hours of the program, but uh, something that we... Uh, had, had discussed at least off the air between uh, David and myself, um, there's been a train derailment, and it happened on Friday in Ohio. And what is reported by the New York Post, animals are falling sick and dying near the site of Ohio train derailment, which released toxic chemicals into the air. And there's a lot of concern about potential health impacts this derailment could have on humans. Now, there's a guy who owns a dairy farm just outside of the evacuation zone in East Palestine, Ohio, and he has told a radio station there, WKBN, that uh, several foxes he keeps on his property have become mortally ill. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard, just shut down, uh, had some stomach symptoms, and uh, his uh, animal is not going to survive. Other animals 
owned by this farmer have uh, developed watery eyes and puffy faces and uh, have refused to eat for several days. Smoke and chemicals from the train, that's the only thing that can cause it because it just doesn't happen out of nowhere. The chemicals, we're told, are safe, are definitely not safe for the animals. And this is all because of a train derailment in Ohio. And when you look at the pictures of it, I'm sure you've seen them online or elsewhere, um, that is some very thick and black smoke that is rising. And not for nothing, but if they'd had a pipeline, maybe this wouldn't have happened. But I don't mean to digress. So obviously that'll be a situation uh, that needs to be monitored. And some of you who have lived in western New York for a long time, and that would include me, might remember, uh, you know when you're going to uh, Grand Island, or coming from Grand Island, and you know on the, uh, I think it's mostly on the Tonawanda side, there are all of these giant oil storage units, I guess you'd call them, you know, these big, these these giant things that have oil inside of them. Um, there was a time, uh, again, we're talking many, many years ago, but one of those things caught fire. It caught fire. And the smoke that was released over the town of Tonawanda actually drifted toward the town of Amherst and if you were alive then and you lived in that area, looking out your window, you never saw anything like the thick smoke that came from that oil fire in one of those containment uh, areas by the river in the town of Tonawanda. It was amazingly thick. In fact, mental note, I'm going to try I took pictures of it as a kid. I'm going to try to find those pictures. If I do, I'll uh, put them up online because those uh, that heavy, black, thick-looking smoke is what is rising on some of the pictures you've seen of the train derailment. So um, it's just, you know, you, you just, you, you, you can never be too careful as far as uh, what you're breathing in. And as far as what you're storing or transporting through a whole bunch of people and animals and farm country and everything like that. Now, I want to get into something else uh, that I had told you about in the first hour, uh, first half hour of the program. And that is uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have two different topics, okay, but they're kind of the same. Number one, can we please talk about tipping and gratuities? And frankly, I think most of us would love to hear from people who are in industries that do receive gratuities. I think we would love to hear from people who basically pay the bills because of their gratuities on a serving shift or something like that. What are people doing in 2023 tip-wise? What are people doing? What is, at this point, the standard rate of tipping. Now, don't hold me to this because I was a kid at the time. But as I recall, there was a time where a 10% tip was considered a good tip. That was like the basic bottom line. You're going out, you're getting dinner, 10% of the pre-tax charge, 10% 
that was going to be your giveaway. That was going to be your gratuity. You are paying the server for the work of bringing you your food, the condiments, etc. And there are people who are able to eke out and in some cases make a very good living because of tipping. And for those of you who work in an industry where tips are your bread and butter, I would love to know if, and, and this is where it would be super awesome to hear from people who listen to this program, but you are listening after having moved away from Western New York. You used to live here, but now you live in Florida or South Carolina, but you still listen to the show because you like to stay in touch with what is going on in Buffalo and Western New York. Um, I, I wonder, those of you who work in industries where you are going to receive tips, did the pandemic, did COVID actually change or alter your expected tip as a server or as a bartender or any line of human endeavor where, frankly, you depend on those tips in order to support and sustain yourself. Um, before the pandemic, servers, no, before, before the pandemic, servers have always had a very interesting relationship with their customers. Because some customers, like anything else in humanity, some customers are very easy to take care of, and some customers are perhaps a little bit more high maintenance. And I'm wondering, and, and some people are a little bit more aware of what you do for them as somebody in the service industry than are other people. And Ladies and gentlemen, we have Valentine's Day coming up tomorrow, and if you look around online, you will see that one of the red warning flags for both genders, or all 18 genders, one of the big warning flags that the person you are with is not somebody that you want to spend a lot more time with is how they treat people who serve them in restaurants. It might sound petty, it might sound stupid, but that's a good barometer of somebody's soul, somebody's internal characteristics. Are they willing to be courteous and polite to people who are serving them? And do they put that courtesy and politeness, do they put that to the test? Do they put it to the test uh, with respect to um, your observation of people and and how they deal with uh, the folks who are serving them. Um, I, uh, forgive me, that might have gotten lost in the weeds there. But the bottom line is, if the woman or the man you happen to be with, and I guess this would be true whether you're straight, whether you're gay, whether you're bi, I don't, I don't think it really matters. Uh, the person you are with, if they are rude, mean, and nasty to the server, that, again, is somebody with whom you probably don't want to spend a lot of time because that can be a good insight into how they're going to treat you eventually. 
They're going to take you for granted. And even though you might not expect a tip as a husband or a tip as a wife, um, you can learn an awful lot by how somebody deals with somebody who is in a service-oriented industry. Uh, And there have been relationships that have been made and relationships that have been broken because somebody is absolutely um, blissfully unaware or maybe consciously ignorant of the importance of leaving a gratuity and not being a pain in the butt to the server. 803-0930 is the phone number. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. I'm going to ask you, a lot of things go along with this. Have you ever ended a relationship with somebody because of the way they treated a server? Have you ever ended a relationship with somebody because they didn't understand the whole concept of tipping and why it is so very, very uh, important for the person in the service industry because they typically aren't making uh, a good salary or a good annual or I should say hourly uh, rate. They're depending on your tips to actually survive in this world, actually uh, clothe and feed and house their children. 803-0930, the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Those of you who are in the service industry, how are people in western New York treating you? How are they tipping you? Are they doing it with great gusto and great generosity? Or do you and your co-workers say, wow, this is such a cheap area? Or, I guess uh, more commonly, boy, see that guy sitting over there? Don't give him a lot of priority at a crowded bar because he doesn't tip very well anyway, or she doesn't tip very well anyway, as, uh, as the case may be. But many years ago, like I was saying, the uh, standard tip, and again, I was, a, I was a teenager at the time, so if this is correct, fine. If it's incorrect, please understand I'm doing this from memory. But a 10% tip, like, I remember going out, and maybe you do too, going out with your parents and maybe a Friday fish fry or something in Buffalo, and the bill comes over, and the tip is 10%. That's easy to figure out. Well, the 10% tip, if there ever was such a thing, even before the pandemic, became the 15% tip. But now what we hear from people who, again, pay their bills because of the gratuities that they take in is that the standard tip in America in 2023 is more like 25%. And um, obviously, I reference Reservoir Dogs again, but it is, it's, it's a really fascinating movie, uh, and they do discuss the subject of tipping at, uh, at great length. But when you are out, what is your standard tip? You go to a bar, you have some drinks, what percentage do you tip? You go to a restaurant, you have some drinks, you have some food, what is your own personal standard for uh, for gratuities. Those of you who work in the service industry in Buffalo, 
I want to know what you expect from people. What do you expect in terms of a gratuity? Is it 25%? Because that's what we've been led to believe, especially after the pandemic. And I don't know what changed during the pandemic. I can only offer some theories as to what might have changed. Number one, it's hard for restaurants and service industry businesses. It is hard to find and to keep employees. It's very difficult. So I think the pandemic taught us all the importance of people who work in restaurants because a lot of people didn't want to go to the grocery store. A lot of people didn't want to expose themselves to COVID. And many people started to do a lot more restaurant dining, even takeout, than they had ever done before. So this concept of discussing tipping uh, and, and doing it the, the way in, in which it should be done, this whole concept is always going to be changing. It's always going to be um, a dynamic thing. But if you go out, what is your standard tip? When you go out, what in your head do you basically add to the cost of whatever it is you happen to be ordering on that particular night? What is the U standard of tipping? And, you know, one of the things also is another variable I think you need to take into account is, is this a place where you go with some frequency? In other words, are you part of the family or the culture of a given restaurant? That, that needs to be considered. Because if you go to a certain place several times a week, you get to know people. And I think that human nature is almost like, okay, if you get to know somebody as more than, oh, the waitress or the server, but you get to know them as Patrick or Julie or Miranda or Red, um, you, I think, are more likely to leave a larger tip because you don't objectify them as, oh, the server. They become real people to you, and they become very important parts of, of your life. You, you follow along with this? And similarly, those of you who are on the other side of that, those of you who are bartenders, those of you who are servers, you know that you need to take care of your regulars because every successful restaurant, has a crew, like uh, not not the skeleton crew, but you've got the uh, the hardcore. There we go. The hardcore group of people who make your restaurant work. These are the people who know that they're going to be working on Easter Sunday. These are the people who know Thanksgiving Eve they don't get to go out because they are going to be working at your restaurant to make you money and to be there serving your patrons. It's very, very, very important for every successful restaurant to have a crew of the hardcore workers. And it is also important and I'm just doing this off the top of my head because I spend a lot of time in, in restaurants. I always joke that uh, I, I don't know why my house has a kitchen since it never gets used. Maybe the microwave gets used, but uh, past that, not 100% sure. But as um, and we, we've talked about this from the server 
point of view and also, you know, a little bit from the customer point of view. And the theory is, you know, you've got to take care of the people who take care of you. And it is very common at restaurants. I, I, I could do like five hours on this subject. But it is very popular, uh, very common, rather, at restaurants. If you have your hardcore group of patrons who are basically keeping your restaurant alive, people who are basically, you can count on them as customers several times a week. You need to take care of those people. Uh, you need to buy them the occasional drink. You need to give them the occasional shot. It's just, it's what you do. It's basically a thank you for being a regular customer. And as far as tipping in Buffalo and Western New York, I really wonder where we are. Are we at 15%? Are we at 25%? And personally, we, uh, we tend to go to the, uh, excuse me, we tend to, I shouldn't have yelled so much during the game. We, uh, we tend to go to the same places. And some people would know, no, Tom, you typically go to the same place. All right, that's true. Busted on that one. But um, we typically will do 25%. And that is basically what our standard happens to be. Because we do have personal relationships with the servers. They're not just objects to us, but... They're fellow human beings who work hard. So it is typically a 25% add-on to the bill uh, every time we go out of respect for the person who has taken such good care of us. And as I said, the other side of that equation is when you've got regulars, you know, you've got to you've got to do the occasional uh, free cocktail, or hey, let me buy you a drink. It comes with the territory. Obviously, you can't overdo that because you need a restaurant to work out of and a restaurant that is uh, going to take in money. But there is a balancing act there between taking care of your regular customers and giving away the store. And those of you who are in the industry, you know what that is because many of you have been doing this for 5, 10, 20 years. You've been in the service industry. But 25% seems to have become the new standard tip. And what I'm hearing from people is that 25% is not just for the people you know as human beings on this planet just trying to make a living. The 25% is almost something that has become uh, expected automatically. And I don't know how many people are actually doing that. I mean, there are some people like Steve Buscemi and Reservoir Dogs who don't believe in tipping. Not unless they take you in the back room and, well, you watch the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs and you'll understand where I'm going with that. But what is your personal standard when you go out for tipping? And if you are in the service area, a service industry, what are you seeing out there? Are people more generous than ever or are they cheaper than ever? Because the prices of everything just keep going up and up and up. 803 
0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, this is not a good time to call because we've got a big break coming up, but when we come back from the news after 3 o'clock, that's a great time to call. Then I don't have to drone on and on and reset up the topic for you. But when you go out as a customer, where are you with tipping? And as far as uh, you in the industry where you are expecting tips, what is the new standard? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 